damn, you're good at this. So the snacks were the best at a kid's party. You're like, relax, dude. It's a four-banger. I kind of listen to everything, really. You got to spend money to save it. The sweet chain wallets. And then I never did homework again. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Sidewalk Chalk. My name is Elliot. And I'm Melody. And a few days ago, we interviewed the lead guitarist of the group called Manhack. They're a heavy metal band. What? It's a Manhack. Man I like that name. It's, it's unique. Yeah, dude. You know, I never heard that one before. But mm -mm. we got to interview the lead guitarist. His name was Thomas Crawford, and he was a fantastic guest to have on the show. I'd love to have him back and love to have all the guys from Manhattan come on too I gotta hear the whole story from all of them yeah he, told, me he, too. he gave us a pretty good story good background good tour stories and everything you know good good things and bad things about being in a band so far and I'm really excited to interview more rock bands more metalheads yeah cause they're an interesting breed for sure <laughs> yeah, I mean, he looked like he was playing the guitar the whole time he was talking, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But just like the way that's like like a chicken clucks its head, you know, when he walks. Like the way the guitarist talks, he's like, he moves his hands as if he were yeah. in mid-riff. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's how it was. And he played it well the whole time, I gotta say. Mm -hmm. he was, he was, it was playing great to have him song. on. Thank you for choosing Sidewalk Chalk. Once again, I'm Elliot. Bye-bye-bye. podcast we're live <laughs> so, i should probably bring my no, mic no, to my face no then. it's cool it's cool it's cool <laughs> the candid is the best so what i really want to do with this podcast is right now we're doing the chalk talk thing mm -hmm. for lack of a better term mm -hmm. and it is under the what i'm going to make into a podcast network called sidewalk chalk I also have another part of a radio show called Bits and Pieces mm -hmm. where I actually feature all the music, which I've featured Manhack on a couple of times oh, already. Oh, nice. Is so, there links for all this stuff? Oh, yeah. There's okay. links. And I'll, I'll send you all the links yeah. to everything. Yeah, because I could probably, it'd be cool to use some of those sound bites of you. Yeah. I guess you do like, you talk about the song before you play it or mm -hmm. something. Yeah, cool I, I, and we that. talk about it afterwards, too. Like, we'll, we'll yeah. say, you know, this is Manhack, you know, mm -hmm. the, on the album, this and this, you know, from the year, yada, yada. Yeah. Play the song and then afterwards talk about, you know, hell yeah, I like the way it did this and that and the other. And sometimes I don't say nothing about it, but we've done a yeah. couple episodes of Bits and Pieces. But right now, welcome back to Sidewalk Chalk. My name's Elliot. And I'm Melody. And we are here today with Manhack's very own Thomas Crawford, the lead guitarist. Hey, guys. Hey, Thanks for having welcome. me. <laughs> Absolutely. Welcome to the show. <laughs> I've been looking forward to this because I've been looking for, I've really wanted to interview some rockers because yeah. we've been on rap for a, for a while because mm -hmm. frankly, it's easy to find rappers around here and yeah. I don't have a whole lot of connections as far as the rock scene goes, mm -hmm. but here we go. Yeah. First getting one. started. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. Congratulations. yeah. Like I said, I can, I can definitely get you with a whole bunch of um, people's Facebooks and uh, just links to bands around here, mm -hmm. local bands that would be Absolutely. down to because they would probably want the same thing out of it that I would, you know, mm -hmm. just as a way to because that's something cool for us to promote, you know, mm -hmm. on our social media. And then anytime if we, I can make like a little video out of it or something, and then mm -hmm. have like sound bites of us 
doing this and mm-hmm. then tag you guys and mm-hmm. then you guys get that that extra traffic and all that so network network yeah, network that's definitely. what it's all about in today's <laughs> so yeah I, when we finish up here i'll get you a list and um okay yeah hell yeah definitely want to do that also <clears throat> oh darn wait 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 i just had a thought and i lost it okay let me just start with a good question okay <laughs> why metal why metal? Yeah. That's such why a metal? good question. It's only two words. <laughs> why, me- why metal, though? Damn, you're good at this. Well, obviously, we'll see. I, when I've, <laughs> I can go re- so many directions. The reason <laughs> Why metal? The reason I ask is because... Oh, well. oh. Wait a minute. Did I just... Oh, no. no. Okay. The reason I ask is because usually metal fans are also fans of just about everything else. Am I correct yeah, in saying well, that? Sometimes. I mean, you get the general... The people that, like, the blanket statement that you always hear, the people like, Just you listen metal to metal, metal, and they're like, yeah, I heard Disturbed on the radio once. And <laughs> I listened to Linkin no, Park. No, no, Yeah, I was like, I kind of, <laughs> no, they all say the same way, I kind of listen to everything, really. <laughs> and that just means they listen to the shit on the radio, and they don't know crazy shit tra- about I know Crazy Train. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Do you guys wow. like Black Sabbath? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, you know, have you heard no, no, what, I, what I mean when I say metal fan is a real metal fan. Someone who really appreciates, like... Like, uh, have you ever heard of, um, oh my God, why am I blanking so hard? Marty Friedman. edible? Yeah. Yeah, Marty Mega Friedman. Death, right? Uh, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And he's got some so- solo albums that he did that are strictly instrumental stuff, mm-hmm. and he does work with other people mm-hmm. and stuff. A real metal fan can appreciate that kind of stuff, which mm-hmm. leads me to believe that they can also appreciate, you know, classical music and the yeah, value that it has. Because of the instrumental. Like and yeah, yeah. There's, um, there's a big metal band actually called Animals as Leaders. I don't know if you've heard of them, but um, mm-hmm. they have three players, a drummer and two guitar players, and they don't even have a bassist. But they're, they're one of their guitar players is named Tosin Abasi, and he's probably one of the best players, guitar mm-hmm. players in general, not just metal, like is on the planet. Is he Japanese? No, he's, he's an African-American dude. Hell yeah. And he just, he shreds ass. And... They're instrumental, but they get on these big, huge tours with these just straight metal bands, like deathcore, black metal, Mm -hmm. you name it, that have like vocalists and stuff. But they just they just fit everywhere, so it's it's kind of funny. And they have a huge draw; like people go out to see them and they buy their merch, but they don't have a vocalist. Mm -hmm. So it's it's pretty interesting. So they're they're, I, I think for metal that it that happens a little bit more. I don't think you'd re- you would really have a lot of people buying like instrumental hip hop albums. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like somebody mm-hmm. comes out with a a full like twenty four track hip hop album, and then on a second CD, it's the same exact songs but all instrumental. Mm-hmm. Like you don't yeah. see that, Mm-mm. you know. But there's a lot of b- metal bands that do that. Like mm-hmm. this band called The Ocean, for instance. They 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 do that a lot. I think they've actually done that for most of their releases. They come out with their album. The full one with the vocals, and then you get another CD, which is just all instrumental, hmm. and it's cool as shit. Is Manhack doing that? No, but I've always now. wanted to. Let's I've always it. wanted to. Do you like Explosions in the Sky? Yeah, I used to jam them a lot like years ago, but I honestly really haven't listened to them much. But I mean, yeah, I would, I would listen to them for sure. That's it's been a long time though. I need to go back and revisit that. <laughs> I listen so, to them pretty f- frequently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you can appreciate music of all kinds, obviously. So why yeah, did you yeah. choose? to play metal um i don't know man it just kind of happened i uh, before i knew anything about the underground metal scene and, and like extreme metal you know obviously the kind of metal that will never get played on the radio mm-hmm. um i was a kid that just was growing up and you know 
elementary school, early middle school, and uh, was just listening to stuff on the radio, pretty mm-hmm. much. And I was always more drawn towards the the heavier rock kind of stuff. I mean, it started out with me having like the Three Doors Down album. Yeah, I love Three like Doors that. Down. Gotta, gotta start yeah, somewhere. <laughs> yeah, with Kryptonite. Yeah, oh, man, crazy. <laughs> you know that kind of crap. And I was like, yeah. But I always liked the, the guitar riffs in that song. Mm-hmm. And then I got Linkin Park's Hybrid Theory and then Corn yeah. Freak on a Leash and yeah. Um, yeah. just Slip that not. kind of stuff. Just got you know? heavier as it goes on. Yeah, and then um, my cousin had been a big Metallica and Pantera fan. Mm-hmm. And um, that... Opened up new doors yeah. there. Not necessarily Metallica. because Well, older Metallica maybe, but because Metallica is just one of the biggest bands in the world. I mean, they're yeah. like the definition of mainstream at this mm-hmm. point. Yeah. <laughs> but, Pan- I mean, Metallica has like Metallica Monopoly now. Like, yeah. they're just like ridiculous. But um, Pantera wasn't that way. They were huge in the underground scene, um, mm-hmm. and I didn't really know that aspect of it. Mm-hmm. And it was around the same time that I also started listening to Fear Factory. Mm-hmm. And those three bands really, like, I just, those were the only things I listened to. I haven't heard that name in a long time. They I've still, seen them. Yeah, have you? Yeah, yeah, I saw them. I saw them once when they did their twenty uh, fifth anniversary tour. D manufacture. I saw them with Static X. Oh wow! Like the real Static X yeah. before that dude passed away. Yeah. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah. So those three bands um, in like middle school, early high school. That's all I listened to. I mean, I was like straight hot topic kid too. Like I had the the wide ass Jinko pants, and you know I'd like. Had real short hair, and I put color in it and shit. Spiked and I, it up. <laughs> yeah, I only wore band t-shirts, which I really only wear band t-shirts now, besides my salmon. Salmon. <laughs> salmon this was clean. Colored shirt, yeah. yeah. All the other ones are band shirts, trust they me. They weren't folded, they were wrinkled. Yeah, yeah, and I had chains on my wallet and stuff, and I would only listen to those three bands, and then, um, so I, I before I started listening to them, and I that's when I kind of started to realize what I was into, even simple music on the radio, I was always gravitating more towards the heavier parts of that music. Even hell, even Collective Soul, which is which is a weird thing to say, but oh, my yeah. mom loved that band. And as a kid growing up, like I have their first five studio albums memorized because I just listened to them so much. And even with them, there's like a song called "Where the River Flows" and "You Speak My Language" that have heavier guitar parts, mm-hmm. and those are my favorite songs. Mm-hmm. So even stuff that wasn't metal, I was still picking out those metal parts. Mm-hmm. So I think it was just a matter of time before I just started <laughs> yeah. listening to actual What's metal. actually speaking to me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, My mom and actually it, dated the lead singer, Collected Souls' uh, brother. <laughs> oh, wow. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. It, I guess that makes sense because I used to work at uh, 15th Street with Mason, mm-hmm. and uh, their bass player, oh, Collected Souls' bass player, came in all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was a regular there. My so. boss used to play uh, softball with him, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Small world's crazy. Yeah, I'd like to get him on the podcast. That'd be that'd be wonderful. I'm, yeah, but you probably have to pay some money for that. But yeah, probably. <laughs> well, well, maybe I could convince him. I'll be like, come on, please. Yeah. Hey, who knows? Please, who knows? You know, cherries on top. It'll be all right. I'll offer him some pie. <laughs> yeah. Free food. We just cooked a Thanksgiving feast. How can you? How can you turn that down? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're um, welcome to it, dude. Yeah, I was. I I just left from a pool party and they had a whole spread of food and mm-hmm. I picked out. So I always gorge when I go to kids' birthday parties or yeah. birthday parties in general. Yeah, it was yeah. it was his. My my buddy's birthday party and there were a bunch of kids and it was a pool party so yeah 
So the snacks were the best and there was at a kids' involved, party. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, God, gummy bears. Stuff. I always attacked the gummy candy. Yeah. Yeah. There was all kinds of stuff. So, <laughs> Unnecessary shit like M and M's and fucking goldfish in a bowl. <laughs> oh my god. The kids Spe- love it. The kitty mix. They call Jesus. it. Speaking of M and M's, and because I started off as a as interviewing hip hop people, mm. uh, do you have any hip hop or rap influences? I kind of know about. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Actually, um, the first hip-hop album that i ever listened to was stankonia mm-hmm. and um that was also the first album that i started like learning the parts for yeah and i did this either around the same time that i started playing guitar or before i started playing guitar mm-hmm. so i think i actually taught myself how to rap before <laughs> i learned how to play guitar <laughs> yeah, which a lot of people don't really know about me you know? how old were you when you when you picked up the guitar Jeez, um, I don't know. I was in, I don't remember exactly, but I know it was in elementary school. Can I ask this? Was it in parts? Did you pick it up, do it a little bit, and then put it back down for a little while? Mm, or or did once you picked it up, you couldn't put it down? And I that think, was it? honestly, there was a period where I I put it down for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like, how long is that? How long is a little bit? I don't remember, honestly. Yeah. I can't. I remember playing it, and I remember watching a DVD that came with it on, like, yep. learning, like, <laughs> Louie, Louie, like, na-na-na, na-na, 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 like, yeah. three chords. Bob you know? Dylan and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jingle yeah. bells. And These are the power chords you need Simple to crap, you know? And, um, yeah, I'm, I, I, I think I probably got frustrated with it or something as a kid, you know? I wanted to play Legos instead or some shit. And, uh, <laughs> but I eventually came back to it, and then my dad put me through lessons, and then that kind of really helped me to get a lot better quicker you mm-hmm. know having somebody that actually knew what they were doing telling me mm-hmm. how to play you know um mm-hmm. and then ever since i really haven't i mean i'll go through periods where i don't play but i mean that was kind of the do you ever like take an acoustic to school and walk around with it or anything like no that? i never did that no no i was i was pretty introverted in high school so i never I never did that what kind of student <laughs> were you um one that didn't give a shit about school <laughs> really <laughs> yeah 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 my so, grades my grades were pretty average or below average honestly yeah. Yeah. um and then the last couple of years of high school were the worst. That's when I started meeting the group that I hang out with now. And then I, <laughs> that's when actually, yeah. Um, yeah. Thanks guys. If you're listening to this, um, you impeded on my school. Yeah. Um, just missing like 70, 80 days out of the year, just gone. Yeah. Like, but that was actually around the time, you know, when I was having my hot topic phase, that was about oh, ninth, yeah. ninth or 10th grade. We all wore the trip pants, man. Yeah. And that was before <laughs> the underground metal scene. And mm-hmm. then I found out, a, I, I didn't understand what like moshing was or like hardcore dancing or like mm-hmm. certain slam, par- dancing. slam or yeah, what a breakdown was or I didn't know what any of that was. And then I met a buddy of mine who started showing me those bands mm-hmm. and I, he took me to a couple of shows. So like probably Oh four Oh five when I was, uh, like 11th grade, 11th grade, mm-hmm. I started doing that. Yeah. And then I started figuring out that like, that was the kind of shit I've been looking for for so long. And then that's when my grades went. <laughs> yep. Yep. But, but I graduated with through summer school and my diploma still says may on it. So yeah. whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah. Care. It doesn't matter. Dude, I graduated yeah. by the skin of my teeth. It was with yeah. like a 1.07 GPA. Yeah. It's pretty bad. Mine was probably <laughs> negative. Probably had like a negative two. I like. really, I stopped, I stopped caring in like seventh grade. It was for, it was for, yeah, I was just done with it. I, I was tired of it. I remember the first thing that I failed, it was a social studies class in middle school. And it was because I had missed like, 
I didn't turn the project in one day, and then my grade went way down, and I was like, well, mm-hmm. if that's how this is going to be, then I'm done. <laughs> We're too far gone now. <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay. Yeah. There's no yeah. coming back from that one. And then I never yeah. did homework again. <laughs> never not yeah. Did you do homework? No. No? Nope. <laughs> Me Barely ever. Dude, I... I'm I, telling you, I didn't do shit. I like. didn't know whether I was going to graduate until <laughs> the day before graduation. I was. I had already started my summer job. Like, I went mm-hmm. off... I was working at a Boy Scout summer camp, mm-hmm. and I went for the uh, the training week, the management week, because mm-hmm. I was going to be a manager that year, because I was excelling in Boy Scout stuff, yeah. but not in school. I didn't give two shits. Yeah. So, I... Uh, I was there, and I got a call from my dad. He said, your counselor card, you're going to graduate. You need to come home today. Oh, and I was like, oh, thank God. Sweet. I don't have to do it next year. He feels great. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, like, clicked and ran out. Yippee. Like, <laughs> it, was just, it was crazy. Uh, but anyways. That's yeah, funny. I wasn't very studious. Yeah, that, that wasn't me. I, um... I don't know. It was weird. It wasn't because I was dumb either, and you don't seem like a pretty like a dumb guy at all. I mean, just, honestly, I can't remember a like, single thing that I learned in high school that I apply now. Yeah. Like the only class that I think well, I really should have listened to the most would have been government. And we still eat, isn't it crazy? I hated that class. <laughs> yeah, but even then, like I don't care about government or any of that crap. So mm. it's like whatever. I only um, had one helpful. All class that crap in, high in school, school didn't teach me how to do my taxes. Like, I, well, I took there was a mathematics and finance class in my senior year. Oh, that really? was my favorite class. That was the only and that's I I remember the most helpful stuff. one. Yeah, that's yeah. the only thing I remember yeah. anything from. And they taught me how to, like how the stock market works. So mm. I got a little investment going, just Ooh, a little. Yeah, just, I'm not not going anywhere hard. It's just yeah. like less than a hundred dollars. But I want to see where it goes. Mm-hmm. But uh, anyhow, yeah. Um, let's see. How did you? So you met all of these guys in, in high school. You met all the Manhattan guys in high school, right? Um, well, kind of, yeah. Yeah, um, they all went to school together? Yeah, well, it Manhattan actually started in 2011. Okay. But it was just, it started out as just me just dicking around with stuff because I had just started dabbling in like my own audio recording and stuff. So Manhattan, cause you, start, you started the thing. And yeah, but I already knew in. them by then, but at that time... I didn't have any desire to find band members or, like, do anything with it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I met our drummer around the time I met our current bass player um, probably, I don't know, 08. Because mm-hmm. um, we just had mutual friends. And they were all in a band called Empty the Armory. Um, my best friend Bobby was a vocalist of that, um, who I still hang out with. And their bass player was our bass player now, Ant. And um, their drummer was Pat, who's our drummer now. So it just kind of Good old morphed into that. Yeah, yeah. That band morphed into this band called Face All Fears that the three of us used to play in at different times, and now we're kind of here. So we've all kind of been in, around in those. Yeah, over the years. So it's, mixed and matched. Yeah, so I've never actually thought about it like that, so it is kind of funny. But <laughs> Well, tell us about Hackman. Oh, God. That's just some, some shit I have fun with that I just dick around with, honestly. Well, I've only heard the one track. Are you oh, that's the only one. Else? Are you going to do anything else? <laughs> That's the only one. That's why you've only heard that one. <laughs> well, um, sorry to drop it if you didn't want me to drop it. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I don't give a shit. I just, it's just, like I said, it was just something I did for fun. Mm-hmm. Um, it is what it is. Yeah. yeah no, because I'm, I'm, I want to do another one soon because it's coming up on three years since that track got released. But yeah. yeah, that was just something that, I don't know, that was actually, I don't, it wasn't hard for me to do. Mm hmm. But it was hard for me to release. Well, Mason says you got bars. Hey, you do. It was pretty good. He's got fucking bars. So yeah, I don't he know does. what he's talking about. He's all right. He's all right. I, I like can't freestyle for shit. So I've I just. I've done had him back here twice now. So. Yeah. 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 So I don't know. It just. I had. 
you know, from back in the day from Stankonia and mm-hmm. learning that album, I had just since then as a kid I, I would just learn rap songs and mm-hmm. i it just got to a point where i just got really fast and complicated with it but because i was just me just some awkward skinny white dude with long hair that listen to metal i just assumed anybody could do that mm-hmm. and talk that fast and then i started to realize like i don't think any everybody can just do this no so no. um because <laughs> i've been just practicing like i would learn outcast and i eventually started learning like Tech Nine and then Buster Rhyme stuff and just like oh, the yeah. hardest shit I wanted to learn it. That was my goal. Um and then that song started I think I found like the original kick and snare samples and the piano samples in that song like from like two thousand ten. Mm-hmm. And I sat on it for I don't know, years, three or four years and then I mean what is it, twenty nineteen, so three years ago. So that 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 one track would have came out in twenty sixteen. Mm-hmm. like in September 2016. Mm-hmm. Um, so I sat on those samples for a few years and then I finally just came back around to it and I just started writing some stuff for it and I don't know. I just did the whole song and I was like, it was really weird for me to release it because I was like, nobody really knew I could do that except like a handful of my friends because mm-hmm. that was just something I would just like practice in my car by myself. <laughs> in what about traffic? your family? What do they think about that? What do they? <laughs> no, I don't think they know. Not about that track. <laughs> well, what do they? Think I don't even of, think my mom knew, honestly. So, what do they think about uh, the music that you're doing now? Are they like appalled? Oh no, <laughs> no, no! no. They're, they're, it's over that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well my mom that. like fully supports me and everything. That's so, wonderful. yeah, she, yeah, she's cool about it. She doesn't care. Hell yeah, mom. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah, yeah. Mom. And it was funny. Sure, she too. was like, "Yeah, I heard the hip hop track." Then I was like, "Why?" <laughs> 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 like, I love the mom, the mom movements here. God. <laughs> That's how like, she does her hands. Like, yeah, I that guess. So I was like, funny. God, why did you listen to my vulgar ass rap song? Like, I say some gross shit in there, but thanks for listening to it, Mom. Love you, honey. <laughs> God, I wish you wouldn't have. I'm gonna have to censor it next time, I guess. So but. you're from you're from McDonough. Where did mm-hmm. you go to school? Um, well, I currently live in Hampton. I'm from I don't know everywhere really. I'm kind of a mutt, I guess, but. I went to school in high school was Eagles Landing High, mm-hmm. so that was eighth through twelfth. Yeah, well, I should probably start at the beginning. Okay. Um, elementary school, I think I went to preschool, like pre-K. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure I went somewhere. I don't remember that far back. It's kind of fuzzy, so I think I went to pre-K somewhere in Morrow area, mm-hmm. and then elementary school. Oh, was... You you didn't go to CCA, did you? Community Christian Academy. Mm-mm. No, no, okay. no. <laughs> no. Um, I went to some pre-K school. I want to say it was right near Mount Zion Elementary. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I went to Mount Zion Elementary first through fifth, and then I went to Mount Zion Christian Academy sixth through seventh, mm-hmm. sixth and seventh grade, which that was, God, that was a disaster. Why? Because because it was sixth through seventh grade. Well, <laughs> well, yeah. Well, that and it was <laughs> those are rough years. <laughs> it was, it was, and it was, it was rough for a lot of reasons because, like, late elementary school for me, they tried to put me on Ritalin because I had. AD attention hyper deficit disorder whatever I, you just I got you, like, it. you know I, what I'm talking about I know I I know <sighs> what you're talking about I was on I was on uh, I started off on Concerta when I was in elementary school mm-hmm. and then I went to Adderall all throughout middle school and the beginning of high school and then I got switched to this stuff called Vivance which is like a like a more a different fucking brand of the same speed that mm-hmm. it all is yeah 
I you know what and I I wasn't I remember, on Ritalin long. No, how long did you how long did you stay on? It, it? wasn't long. I I don't remember exactly because like I said, it was like fourth grade or something, but it wasn't long. Like they put it on me, I turned into a zombie, and then my parents just took me off. When you say you turn into a zombie, what do you mean? How does it make you feel? I just remember, I just remember like it just sucked the personality out of me. Like I would just you know, like lay this, sit there, and you know, like I would guess I would eat, and then I would just. Do work and just just like I don't know, like literally, if you just suck my entire personality out and I just completed tasks, that's what yeah. it turned me into, you know. Uh, and my parents were like, "Fuck this! I just ain't even worth it." Like, that's <laughs> so a subject. I don't yeah. think I don't think I would have I would have survived. Uh, I wouldn't have passed anything had I not been on it. And it's not because I I have it super bad, but whenever I was. Uh, off of the medication i honestly could i i didn't want to do any of that stuff i always yeah. and it didn't really matter what i was doing at any point i always yeah. wanted to be doing something else yeah i couldn't get enough of whatever i was doing you know what i mean yeah that's that's yeah. kind of what i was in whenever i was off the medication and i'm not trying to advocate for any of it mm-hmm. at all because it did the same thing to me and i didn't realize it till after i'd completely stopped taking it and i didn't do that till after i turned 18 because mm-hmm. i lost the uh the you know, insurance that I had under my parents when I mm-hmm. turned 18. I didn't get it till I was 26 or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, <clears throat> so I stopped taking the medication and I didn't, I had no interest in trying to do it again, like go and get my own insurance and get it paid for. And I realized I was like, oh my God, I'm a completely different human being. It was, you know, 10 years of yeah. that stuff. Yeah. And with it, it only took like two and three day breaks of it, you know, throughout mm-hmm. that whole 10 years. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was crazy yeah. it was crazy to realize just how how different i was uh yeah, man i yeah, enjoy the hell out of me <laughs> i enjoy the hell out of me yeah, <laughs> i don't want to do that stuff you no got time for none of that mm-mm, um mm-mm. but yeah i was on that for a little bit and they took me off and sixth and seventh grade kind of going back to that was was weird because it was that that private school situation wasn't relevant to life like to me, public school was a good representation of what life is actually like when you get out there. Private mm-hmm. school isn't, especially when I went to. Mm-hmm. It's like three buildings in the back of the woods. You got to wear the same damn clothes. And it was a Christian school. So, you know, if you're not into that, they still try to push it down your throat anyway. And mm-hmm. it's just like nothing leaves that place and nothing comes in. Mm-hmm. So I, I almost got kicked out because I just kept getting like, demerits is what they called them even just like the punishment system or whatever like, oh you acted up here's a demerit and i almost got kicked out a couple of times because i just couldn't i don't know it just shit wasn't for me conform. couldn't conform yeah. yeah yeah they were like i learned this bible verse i'm like no kiss my ass like i'm not doing that <laughs> i don't know um, what book that's from yeah which i mean nothing against anybody that's into religion or whatever but it's just when you're that young like you just if you're gonna do religion you need to find it on your own not have it shoved down your throat you know, so I think that's kind of the reason why I might have acted out a little bit because I was just like, I don't want this. Like, go away. I'll find it on my own if I want. You know, mm-hmm. and then eighth grade, um, I got put back into public school, and that was weird because, you know, I you don't really remember much from elementary school, Mm-mm. and then sixth and seventh grade I was in that private school, and then I got put back in public school. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of like. So how was that jolt back what into the public hell? I felt like I was two years behind everybody. Yeah. <laughs> like, literally. Lord. I mean, so that was... Completely different curriculum type thing? Well, just not necessarily that, but just as far as, like, life now, is concerned. It, yeah. Like, I didn't grow up the way... Like, I felt like 
everybody around me grew up two years ahead of me and I was trying to catch up and just figure everything mm-hmm. out because I was going to school in a situation that just wasn't completely different social structure. Type yeah. That wasn't yeah. relevant to what it's actually like outside those walls. Yeah. You know? I um, so I don't know. So yeah, I was kind of introverted in high school and didn't really start coming out of my shell really until, um, like, yeah, around the time I started actually going to metal shows and shit, which is funny because I, you know, I don't like being in public a lot. And sometimes I get like, really like a lot of anxiety and shit about being around a lot of people just cause <laughs> How weird shit is nowadays. But if I go to a metal show (laughs) with like 500 people, I'm completely comfortable. I feel I know exactly what you're talking about. But I can go to a gas station or 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 like let's say let's say a grocery store has 500 people in it, and I'll just be like an anxious mess. But if I go to a metal show with that many people, I'm like, all right, cool. Mm-hmm. Your, your feet are getting stepped on. I think that was spit on your shoulder, but I'm fine. Yeah, it's great. You know? <laughs> There's a little pew- yeah, on beer can. Even <laughs> even when we play and let's say we play in front of a lot of people or something, like we we the lab we played last Tuesday, we played in front of a lot of people, like most people we ever have. And I was a I little anxious, that. but when you get on stage, you just it just goes away. So how many people did you play? Uh, I I didn't get a count, but Roughly. I would say at least two to three hundred were there. Oh, oh my um, gosh. Yeah, so cool. Dude. Yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty crazy, because it was a four p.m. So I didn't. Well, well it's a, it, it was. Yeah. It's a, it's oh, just shit. yeah. It's this. It's this tour called the Summer Slaughter Tour. Yeah, yeah. We're from, I'm from heard of it. Yeah, yeah. 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 And it's Slaughter. one of the biggest metal tours of the year, pretty much. So yeah. I really. It was on a Tuesday at four p.m. So I was like, ah, well, this is a big tour, so they have a lot of people, but it's early and it's on a Tuesday. So and you I don't get know. there and you're like, oh. Wow. Yeah, they just kept coming in. I was like, all right, cool. Uh, yeah. Y'all like this shit? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. So, really I forgot we, what the original question was. We were yeah. on the school system still. Yeah. You were in a time. You were in an educational time yeah. warp. No, this is yeah, all. Yeah. We're, it's totally cool. Go yeah. wherever. We're not. There's no. Well, I think that point reached the end of its its point. So, yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> then I got a fresh question for okay, you. Okay. Hit me. All right. Speaking of things being shoved down your throat at school and everything, what kind of music were your parents playing in your early days? Do you remember? Yeah. Um, like I said earlier, my mom was playing Collective Soul. Yeah. That was the one I remember the most. That's uh, the most. My mom was about Collective Soul and a lot of the radio stuff. Mm-hmm. So, like, 90s playlists, mm-hmm. just do it for me. 90s. I just know yes. all of it. Like, cause yeah. I just, cause I, I was growing up in that Matchbox period. 20. Yeah. Stained. And, yeah. Oh God. <laughs> what about the, what about the punky type stuff? Like the used and stuff. I, I honestly, I never messed with punk much. No, none mm, of that stuff. No, I was just, I went from radio to metal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Hell yeah. Um, but yeah, my mom was collective soul and a lot of the radio stuff. So that's how I, um, I started finding more of the harder rock stuff on the radio and, and why I enjoy listening to like just radio pop songs from the 90s and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and my dad was big into classic rock, specifically Kansas. Kansas. Oh, man. Yeah. I love Kansas. Um, my first, <laughs> first two. Yeah, yeah, I see that. Um, my first two concerts ever. I think my mom took me to see Collective Soul and my dad took me to see Kansas. Awesome, dude. That's a, yeah. that's a good. I don't remember which one was first, honestly. I can't remember, but yeah. It's a good My first gateway. one was Kiss. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, let's see. What you got? 
what is the Hit biggest me. what's the biggest leap that you've taken for your music career thus far the biggest leap yeah the biggest leap like what's the what's the biggest have you dumped a, like dumped a job like a regular job to do something else yes. for the band mm-hmm. all right talk yeah, about it that Let's happened it. um i was in a band um about four or five years ago hold on i'm gonna pull this up while i'm chatting pull it up um yeah i was in a band called face all fears mm-hmm. um a while back and we had a tour booked for five weeks and I was working two jobs at the time and it was just like a warehouse job, you mm-hmm. know, so they'll give you a day here and there if you ask for it and mm-hmm. you might earn vacation time, but uh, yeah, I need, I need to be gone for five weeks. Like I'm going to do that, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah. unless you're pregnant. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> But I wasn't, so (laughs) let me see. Like, look, uh, (laughs) something happened a couple weeks ago, and uh, I've got to take a break. I'm pregnant. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think one of the last shows we played, at least from what we posted here, was June 14th, 2014. So, yeah, that was, shit, that was over five years ago. Wow. Um Time yeah, I played with that band. Yeah, I played with that band for two or three years, and yeah, we had we had the biggest tour that we had done that I've ever done was that, and we had this band, this decently big band in the scene called Thick as Blood was breaking up, and they did a full East Coast tour or whatever, and we were on the road for about five weeks, and I had to quit my jobs to do that. How many scissors did you hit? Oh God, um, let me let me get my phone again. I actually saved most of the locations in Google Maps, <laughs> so you can kind of see here. Like pinpoint everything? It went, yeah, it went <clears throat> everywhere from, we started in Georgia, it went out to Texas, it went up to Tennessee, uh, Ohio, New York, back to Florida, Canada. Um, I mean, most of those pins right there, are the especially oh the places gosh. up north. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hell yeah! Dude. I mean, obviously, I have a lot of pins in Georgia, but most of the other ones, yeah, are, are shows that, m- that we played on that tour, and then a couple other here and there. But um, yeah, it was pretty crazy. It was really all weird. over this half of the U.S. Yeah, man, that's crazy. Yeah, we drove that van. We put fifteen thousand miles on that van in five weeks. Wow! <laughs> it was that's funny. I came back to Discount Tire to get the tires rotated, and he was like, "Well, you just did it five weeks ago," and I told him the mileage, and he was like, "What?" <laughs> you did what <laughs> how could you oh, yeah man. so that was crazy and yeah like i said i had to quit my job to do that but well, what's the road life like for you do right you like now it? no no oh, oh you're talking was, about that yeah how how was it like, oh man i would go back and do it in a heartbeat i mean yeah. it's it's tough as shit because your whole routine that you're used to here your whole schedule everything is just completely thrown in the air mm-hmm. because you're in a van you know, I mean, we're not Kiss. We don't have a tour bus yet. You no, know, no, just no. like most. I'm bands. pretty sure they fly everywhere. <laughs> yeah, private yeah. jet at this private point, right? Fucking each, yacht. Each one yeah. has their own. Yeah, a yacht that just flies around. <laughs> <laughs> literal yacht sure with wings. Yeah, yeah. They just have chairs, like jetpacks. Yeah, just probably pff, everywhere. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it was fun. I mean, it's 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 not just completely party all the time like everybody no. thinks that it is i i hope nobody really thinks that it is because there's a lot of work obviously yeah. because you're trying to it's still work and promote your product it's a job. so you have to do shit but i mean yeah that was some of the most fun i've ever had 
I mean, what was sleeping like? What was the sleeping situation on the road? Were you getting <laughs> hotels or sleeping in the van? No, I mean, we doing what? Sleeping on the road, tent, pitching tents. What was you doing? I mean, it, some nights it was hotels. We could afford it. Sometimes it was just sleep in the van. Oh, I mean, yeah. so it, I mean, hell no, <sighs> dude. No, dude. I would. I totally. Hell, hotel was hell. Yeah, van. Hell no. You oh, say that now, now until you're in. Pennsylvania. But looking back on it, it was one of, <laughs> some of the best times of your life. True, yeah. so but there you go. <laughs> that's what I'm, that's where I'm getting at. Is sometimes it wasn't all that great. Is when you're in like Pennsylvania in a Walmart parking lot, a Walmart that's not 24 hours, and you're sleeping in the back in a van, and you wake up and you look over because a bulldozer is shoveling snow in a pile taller than your van, and that's what woke you up. Ooh. Oh, my gosh. And you're just like... At least it was a homeless person pissing on the tires or anything. I wish I would have liked that instead. It might not have woke me up. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just like, is this real life? And then when we played in Canada, they had just had a big snowstorm. And even though it was March, like, we would just be driving by, and there'd be bulldozers and shit, and, like, just mounds of snow. So, like, I thought I'd think it's funny that people here in Georgia are like, oh, my God, and just, like, freak out when snow. I'm just like, God, well, no Well, they idea. have bulldozers up there that are prepared to handle them. We have yeah. uh, nothing. We don't yeah. even we have, have homeless milk. people. But We're see, they, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, but they drive in it like it's nothing. I mean, I mean, granted, oh, they're more used to that, so they yeah. salt the roads more, but still, mm-hmm. like, they just they just do it. You know? Yeah, yeah. We I just mean, we don't we don't have any of the resources. Like we don't have the salt, so when it freezes yeah. over, we're just like, oh no, we have to stay at home for two weeks. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's crazy. And that was it's some crazy. of the most fun ever, dude. I was so I'm so glad Talk about that snowpocalypse. Two oh, years ago. I loved that, man, dude. <laughs> we didn't have to. We got we got out of work. We got to stay. We just got. It to was stay cool. Home. It was. That cool. was wonderful. I had a cool I, experience I just, with that too because I watched all the Netflix series. <laughs> yeah, that was actually right before. Manhack had gotten signed to a like local indie label, and what are y'all signed to? Oh, we're not signed anymore. There was oh. this label called Ottoman Color, based out of Atlanta, and we had gotten. It was just me at the time, but um, we had taken some promo pictures for that mm-hmm. in uh, this place called Prison Farm in Atlanta, which is this abandoned prison, and that's right. That was the day that it started snowing, mm-hmm. but it had already like started coming down, mm-hmm. and like just the camera shots that she had and like the pictures that came out is like some of the most badass pictures that I've ever I taken. Bet, I, I bet. I bet. Um, yeah. I mean, they were so yeah. good. They were if, so cool. If you want to send those to me, you can send them to me and I'll yeah, uh, yeah. post them with the episode and everything. Yeah. Um, it was just, uh, let me see. I mean, it's on my phone, so I don't really know how well this is going to come out, but, um, yeah, it was just, I forgot what it's called exactly, but yeah, it was, it was, prison farm i guess is kind of what they call it like i said it's just an abandoned prison and she just i don't know it just worked out and those was like some of the most bad no that was the one yeah just i think that's really the only one i have uploaded from that i've got the rest of them on my computer but um yeah you can like see the snow and shit like oh yeah she did a really good job and it was snowing and it just looked cool as hell so yeah so that was that was an interesting day because we were trekking through the snow to do the get those pictures and then by the time we were leaving it had already started like snowpocalypse had already started yeah and we had to drive home in it and I had a Dodge Stratus so I was just like yeah I saw people like over on the side of the road like broken down and wrecked and shit so like we left that just in time for uh, me to not get messed up <laughs> so that was a weird day so yeah that I had we had some fun with that too mm-hmm. yeah. What was the first car you ever drove? Um, I mean, like, had. What was the first? What was your My first car? My first car ever was a Chevy Cavalier. 
What year? <laughs> 2001? Little itty bitty light car. Just a two door, yeah. Mm-hmm. Blue. It had some like stupid nopey rims on it or something <laughs> that I eventually took off because everybody tri- kind of kept trying to race me and shit. <laughs> you're like, relax, dude. It's a four. Yeah. Yeah, a cup of coffee. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I'm just like, really? Like, I'm just, literally the only thing I have is rims, and people just civics would come up to me like, rev their engine and shit. Wow, wow. Yeah, I'm like, just like, right, you're like, all right, you ready? Three, <laughs> two, one. Boom! <laughs> yep. oh, thank God. Yeah, Thanks, God. I'm just going to work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm left here, dude. That was my first car, and I eventually took those rims off and just put the factory ones on because I just got tired of it. But, yeah, that was my first one. Did you run it into the ground? What, like, what happened to it? Did you sell I it? I think it ran itself into the ground. Yeah. I think I had to make... I th- I'm pretty sure I know part of the reason why that car messed up the way it did is because my mechanic at the time was just shitty. And he was oh, just no. doing shitty work. Mm-hmm. Um because I actually ended up selling that car when I got my Dodge Stratus. I sold that to our vocalist at the time for a dollar. Because he didn't have a car at all. And I was like, I'm not going to be able to get anybody to buy this piece of shit. So just here. <laughs> yeah. Give me uh, 50 cents. And I was I'll, like, I'll you don't have a car. So if you drive it for two days or two years, I mean, whatever. It was, worth it, right? Yeah, it was better than not having one. But it eventually blew up. So, Yeah. <laughs> that car kind of sucked. Yeah, I don't had get a, a Chevy Cavalier. No, my first was a 2005. <laughs> don't get a Chevy Cavalier. No, don't do it. My first was an 05 Dodge Magnum with a V8 Hemi in it. Oh Jesus, dude, that was the. That coolest. was your first. It was, wow. it was a bad. It was a bad juju. Wow. I really shouldn't. I shouldn't have done that. How many speeding tickets? Uh, none. I never. Wow. It's a fucking accident. I, yeah. Oh, no, shit. that wasn't. That wasn't in that car. I never. I never wrecked that car. <laughs> I never wrecked that car. Mm-hmm. That car was fine until the very end. It just blew up on me. The mm-hmm. the radiator gave and the and uh, I, oh, ended, yeah. I ended up selling it for really cheap because it was it was on its way out anyways. Yeah. And I knew I'd seen some problems coming up and I wasn't ready to to deal with them financially at the time so i just sold it and went without a car for i let it sit for a while too which was bad juju and when i did sell it uh a computer ended up going out and everything and it had to be replaced it ended up costing like 1500 dollars to repair and i was like okay well i'm glad i didn't go through with that one but it was fun while it lasted because man that your foot foot pretty much uh, it's like a a freaking rocket rocket (laughs) wagon dude it's crazy i feel you man i got i got a damn kind of small rocket out there now so i Mm -hmm. feel what you're talking about yeah it's a lot it was a lot of fun dude my feet got so heavy yeah my feet got so it's funny how that just automatically happens right i didn't realize how easy it was to make uh make your tires spin (laughs) because you i could just just burn that thing out man yeah especially like on like back gravel roads i would just kick up rocks just i was just throwing it around Throwing it around. It was so much fun to do that, but uh, I'm glad I never got. I didn't get. I got a, a warning one time, but uh, we were on my on me and my little brother. I had him with me, and he was wearing a tuxedo in my passenger seat because we were on our way to my grandpa's uh, birthday, his 70th mm-hmm. birthday party, mm-hmm. and it was like a casino theme type thing. So we were both oh, dressed damn. up and everything. That's cool. Yeah. So cop pulls up and he sees us in tuxedos, and he's like, uh where are you guys headed and i said it's my grandfather's 70th birthday and he's like well slow it down okay i'm gonna write you a warning i was like damn oh, yes yeah you just said come on you could have just said go on i mean you didn't have to write nothing up i've got i've got a few tickets so. yeah oh, With well. the, but that one out there what you driving not now? yet no no that is a the one i've got now is just a wrx subaru mm-hmm 
Subaru. Yep. Those are fun. Yeah. Yeah. You like that? 3,200 pound all wheel drive. Yeah. 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 That yeah, sounds like fun. fun. Sounds yeah, like a fun. lot of fun. And you What's said you not going to be fun, like I said, is trying to get out of your driveway in reverse. <laughs> well, uh, I'll push you out if you want. No, no. <laughs> it's a little car. I can, I'm just going to have to I make can, a lot of noise, but. Yeah, it'll be all right. Yeah, it'll be we'll all get right. it out. But, but yeah, that's what I'm driving with now. No tickets yet. So. That's good. That's good. Knock on wood. Yeah. <laughs> We're doing ticket talk. You want to join the conversation? <laughs> Two words. Super speeder. I was about to say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Dude, well, what a what? humbling act of goodwill. A good Samaritan. Yeah. Something to really help you save money. Yeah. <laughs> you got to spend money to save it. Yeah, yeah. that's what they say. <laughs> Out in Tucker County. <laughs> wow. You know, what's funny is I heard about another friend of mine that got a speeding ticket in some random country-ass place. We do we do That's our funny. billing manually, so it takes up to three to eight weeks. Wait, oh, I did God, get a... I have gotten... I did get a speeding ticket. Not, But not with that... Not with the Hemi. Not with my car. I, was, I got a speeding ticket driving your car back <laughs> from Virginia, right? Yeah. Was it back or to Virginia? It was back from... Yeah. You wanted to get the fuck home? Yeah, dude. I, 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 I was just ready, and I was like doing what, like ninety three or something it wasn't like that. Bad. I was I was going fast, and I didn't I didn't I don't think I got. Is a that super what the ticket was for? Ninety three? I don't remember. No. Uh. Uh-uh. No. Mm. Uh, he, I was think it he in wrote the eighties. Yeah, it was in the eighties, but I was definitely going faster than that. Yeah. I don't think he clocked me. I think he was just like, "You're going too fast, and I need to give you a number." Yeah. <laughs> but I don't. I did, it wasn't a super speeder. I didn't get in any points on on my license or nothing like that. Was it Virginia? Uh, no, it was, uh... It was coming wait. back from Virginia. What? It was in Virginia still? No. It Where was, was it? We were in Georgia. No, we weren't. We weren't South in Carolina. Oh, man. South Carolina. It doesn't matter. It was what South I, Carolina. Was it really? Yes. I don't know. Damn. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Either way, <laughs> I, I, I was glad. I was glad he didn't, uh... Try and give me like a super speeder ticket. Yeah, some places just take you to jail. Yeah. yeah. That happened to me once off right here off of 138. I was oh, going shit. fast enough for that dude to just lock me up. I was like, really? Oh, man. So you got a record now? I mean, a while ago I do, yeah. <laughs> the past three yeah. years I don't have anything. Yeah, you, you go back about matters. 10 years, yeah, you're going to see a lot of speeding tickets. Yeah. The worst one I got was 96 and a 65. Where was that? Alabama. <laughs> do you dude, blame me? Was it a state trooper? They got you? I don't remember. No. I don't remember. I think he was just a, a normal cop. I don't think he was a statey, but... Um, Dude, state troopers are mean. He was pissed. Yeah. He was pissed. <laughs> they <laughs> usually are. And then I got one the next day on the way back from Florida. Mm-hmm. So I got two in two days. So that was fun. Two different states. Yeah. Like, how the fuck do I even manage that? Like, <laughs> All right, Melody, you're going to have to take the helm. You'll have to excuse me for a minute. Where's the list? That's it. The list. That's okay. The list. The lid. The lid. The lid. The lid. The lid. <laughs> oh, you're having, you're having some trouble. You get, no. <laughs> trying to pick a good one. Yeah, I'm trying to, I'm trying to think of where he left off. Um... I don't necessarily need a list. Mm. Uh, I'll tell you some of my uh, my favorite. I love Lamb of God. I've been to. Oh, I, who, why, who shouldn't? Love yeah. Lamb of God. Well, Elliot didn't know who they were until oh, he met me. Yeah. Um, but his tastes are. Um, mine are definitely heavier 
Mm-hmm. I did go through a Cannibal Corpse phase. I still listen oh, to wow. ICP. That's not really metal, but that's kind of weird. Yeah, yeah. You know? I the just whole... saw a, a uh, tour that got announced with Cannibal Corpse headlining. I saw Cannibal that too. Corpse it was a masquerade. Murder. It was, it's masquerade. Yeah. yeah. I forgot what the date is, but yeah. Me too. I just got the email. Yeah. I get the newsletters. For, I Ooh. love going there. I love going to yeah. the masquerade. Yeah. I started going to concerts when I was like 12 with my mom. Because mm-hmm. she, too, listened to Collective Soul and Live and yeah. Bush. I love Bush. Mm-hmm. Um, but the first concert that I went to was like this like music festival. It was called Lunatic Luau. I'm from Virginia, so it was in Virginia Beach. Mm-hmm. A lot of good shows come through there. Yeah. Um, I miss Incubus every time, though. Do, do you like that kind of genre? I like... I'd never owned an Incubus album, but I, I would... I definitely jammed them, them when they would come on the radio. Yeah, like I had a were. lot of respect for them as musicians. They just wrote cool shit. I yeah, very like. intelligent yeah. lyrics. I just I like never owned any of their albums. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I like everything. Mm-hmm. I like the stuff you can't understand, like Job for a Cowboy. <laughs> yeah. I love Job uh-huh. for a Cowboy. Yeah, Job for a Cowboy is cool. The first album they came out with was crazy. The EP that made them blow up. And then they just, the next album, Genesis, they were like, you know, we're just not going to write heavy parts anymore. It's just all going to be black death metal with blast beats. Wait, Screw y'all. Wait. Yeah, and that's all it was just the whole time. Just, It's <laughs> 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 pretty funny. They yeah. sold out in like the opposite way. Instead of making radio metal, they just sold out and just started playing black metal with no breakdowns and all the core kids were pissed. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, Joffrey Cowboy's cool. I can't listen to them a lot. I can um I don't even know what the name of the album is. It's the one with the weird uh skull on it with the horns. I think I don't remember. Is it the thing wearing the suit? I don't know. Cuz they had the that that might be the I'm not too familiar with their albums, but I know the first EP they had the guy wearing the it was a, it was like the 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 skull with the antlers, but he was wearing a suit and he was had his hand out. I think that's uh-huh. that one. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, that was their first EP. That's the thing that they like blew up on. Yeah. 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 I never saw them. I love Born of Osiris. We just saw them. Yeah. I love yeah, Atreyu. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they toured or they are touring. Uh, they I just say Atreyu did play recently with the used. Mm-hmm. So I missed it. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, I remember seeing a Atreyu years ago at the Tabernacle. I forgot who they played with. I want to say like Bleeding Through or something. Oh, I've seen them as well. Yeah, I mean, this was back in the day when Atreyu was still relevant before they died. Oh, four, oh five. Yeah, that was yeah. A, those were good years. It was for that turn of the century core is what I call it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, there was a change. Mm-hmm. I know. I'm I'm 28 by the way. 31. Yeah, I know mm-hmm. you were listing the dates. So I was like, oh, he's about as old as I am. <laughs> yeah. But or, yeah, yeah, there was a kind of shift in in metal and I think Atreyu definitely was a part of that. Yeah. Yeah. What's another good one? Yeah, Atreyu was was doing a lot of that I mean, yeah, if you want to go for that kind of like I said turn of the century core sound, I think Atreyu would be at the top of that list. Like- yeah, then you had bands like like I said Bleeding Through were blowing up, Parkway Drive blew up. Um Parkway Drive, yeah. Mhm. And they came out with Killing with a Smile, and then they came out with Horizons, and Horizons just like did just you ever, exploded with that. Did you ever listen? Did, or did you listen to Escape the Fate? And uh, um, I only Black know Bell one Rise, Escape the Fate song. Like I never got into the 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 that kind of music I call scene core. 
I never did it either. Where it's yeah. like there's it's heavy parts, but it's like the really uh, whiny, like, sceny, yeah. screamy yeah. kind of stuff. I never high pitched. Yeah. Eh. I didn't mind a little bit of singing in my metal, but that was, I didn't never got really into that aspect of it as far as just like the the whiny kind of singy stuff. So I never really listened to Escape the Fate. Um, They do have one song called The Guillotine, though, which is like. Yeah, I like that one too, because it's heavier. Yeah, the the guitar. Yeah. It's different. The the very last breakdown of that song is heavy as shit. (laughs) That's the only song I remember from them, though. Like, I couldn't really get into them that much. Um, Yeah, so. It was one other band, like In Fear and Faith, I think. I don't know if you remember that band. Mm-mm. They did um, probably one of my favorite covers ever, which that? was a metal cover, obviously, of Gangster's Paradise by Coolio. Oh, I love that It's song. so badass. Cool. It's this? so what? good. What, who is it again? In Fear and Faith. Honestly, even though they weren't that big of a metal band, you could probably just type in... Um, Gangster's Paradise cover and it would just come up. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like that when uh, Throwdown covered Baby Got Back. I like all of the, the rock covers. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Of yeah, different songs. Yeah. But those were like straight metal covers of those songs. But yeah. Um, yeah, so a lot of cool shit came out around that time for sure. <laughs> yeah. But I think that's really, that's probably what it was. It was like a, the the metal got like a little softer even slipknot got softer yeah they did but honestly i feel like they're still kind of they some of the diehard fans of slipknot might be pissed now and they might not dig the new shit but you got to think about like the bigger picture and how mainstream slipknot is now but how aggressive their music still is like yeah when psychosocial came out on the radio that was like a heavy ass metal song to be on the radio. Yeah, yeah. Like the verse was him not singing; like it was him doing screaming vocals, mm-hmm. and that shit got radio play. So, mm-hmm. diehard Slipknot fans might be pissed because they're not as hard as they used to be, but like they're still coming out with heavy ass shit. That's like they they played Jimmy Kimmel, yeah, and did like a few songs, and like that's <laughs> great. And they played like heavy shit, you know. Yeah, so think- it's. That's, like, good for metal. Like, whether or not people think that Slipknot is selling out or whatever, like, I'm, they're they're doing shit for metal that people thought would never be possible. Yeah. yeah. Right? And I they're mean, doing it well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're doing yeah. it well. With, uh, with grace. It's yeah. got it's got it's got a lot of classic Slipknot in it. Their new yeah. stuff. Like, that album, that whole album, The Grey Chapter... That whole thing was fantastic. The whole thing was great. Yeah. They had uh, they had the new influences, mm-hmm. and they and they they showed up and they showed out as they always do. Yeah, because it's Slipknot. Yeah, you know? I've never actually been one to just sit there and jam Slipknot over and over again. I've never really done that, mm-hmm. but I've always had respect for them just because of how far they have pushed metal. No, I pu- I listen to a whole album and then I'll, I'll give it. Yeah, I give it. Like I said, that song "Psychosocial," like uh, that song. That was straight heavy as shit. Like, it had a heavy-ass breakdown in it. And, it, yeah, it had a catchy kind of chorus. But the verses, he was just screaming. And it was heavy. And it was metal. And it was on the radio. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? And you don't hear shit like that on the radio. No. Do you do you, uh, do you remember Project 961? Yeah. And uh, 105. Hell, I remember 96 Rock. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, do you remember 105.3 The Buzz? 
Sounds familiar, yeah. That was the that was the same people that were doing Project Nine Six One before before they moved over and mm-hmm. took over Ninety Six mm-hmm. Rock. And uh, what about uh, Ninety Seven One The River? The, all mm-hmm. those radio stations. Yeah, dude, I listened. I was a radio kid. I, I always listened to the radio. I listened to, mm-hmm. and then when I finally got the iPod, everything changed. You know what I mean? Yeah. But before that, when I was little, and I've t- I've told this story on the podcast before, but. When I was little, I used to listen to 96 or Project 961 and 105.3 The Buzz. And there was this radio DJ named Knox on there. Mm-hmm. And when I was like, you know, six, seven, eight years old, like mm-hmm. I was really young. I would listen to that radio station to go to sleep. So I was falling asleep to Stained, Collective Soul yeah, and, yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah. I was falling asleep to all those folks. And um, <clears throat> I would call in and request Kiss songs like at like in the middle of the night, like while I was supposed to be asleep, while he was uh, DJ and everything. And I think that's when I started wanting to do something like this. Yeah. So yeah. you asked where I wanted to take this. I want Sidewalk Chalk to be a podcast network where I host other people's shows. Like I have this one where I, we interview local artists, mm-hmm. local local musicians, and everything. Mm-hmm. And then I have another one where I feature music, bits and pieces. And then uh, I interviewed another guy uh, named Elijah Cozart. He's a he's a rap artist, a R and B artist, soul mm-hmm. artist. Mm-hmm. He's a, he's got a lot of things in the work, and but he's 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 young and upcoming, and he's gonna do something. He's he's doing mm-hmm. big things now. Yeah, so that's cool. He wants to start a podcast called Cozy Conversations because his last name's Cozart. Cool play, whatever. Yeah, and uh, he's wanting to do that. And I have another friend who is a. Uh, an entrepreneur of sorts and and she's doing a lot of jewelry stuff and she's interested in starting a podcast with her friend and uh, she'd like to do it under this network as well and then i got uh we got two friends who came over excuse me we got two friends who came over uh matt and ruben they also want to start a podcast and all these people are wanting to do it under the sidewalk chalk name so That's where I'm. That's what I'm yeah, wanting to do. That's and cool. if I get, if I gain enough following, I'd like to network to a place where I can get sponsorship. Yeah, get Joe Rogan status, man. Well, I'm not, <laughs> not, not even close to that. Hey, but now, he you know, started but, doing the same shit. Well, I aspire to be to do something mm-hmm. like that, but I want to, I want to have the, I want to have a whole network where I can, you know, connect all the local people and. Let's be community famous, you know. Yeah. Let everyone around here know what's going on first, and then we could shoot every everybody up yeah. to the top. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. So <clears throat> I'm looking forward to getting those connections from you. Yeah. And uh, I'm gonna get lines, and and I want to talk to people. Yeah. I'm gonna get everyone in here. Yeah, it's funny. Uh, <clears throat> kind of reminds me of a buddy of mine that I also work with. He's in a band called Depressor, and they did a. <laughs> they knew somebody at, at a local radio state or a TV station. And you know how you, it's funny because it just looks like a typical Channel 5 Action News story report, you know, and they, where they go to the house. So, like, let's say somebody's house got broken into, you know, and they bring the cameras and they do the interview with the person there. And just how that looks, how the setup, the video, the cameras, the production. But they did that for his band. And he's in a straight metal, underground metal band. And they just did, like, the straight, like, Fox 5 local news interview system with it. And it was so weird seeing him do that. So huh. he they would probably be down for something like this because they've done interviews and shit before. So, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely hook you up with well, somebody. What do you, Just think, what, what that, do you so. think we got going so far? I know it's in our bedroom. And I know it's, you know. <laughs> Everything I've ever written for Manhack has been out of my bedroom. <laughs> yeah. True. Yeah. I get, yeah well, Everything. I, all my stuff has been right Hack on top Man of was. Bed. Manhack yeah. was. I mean, pff, I mean, that's what's cool is like with social media and technology the way it is, you don't, don't need really to need have much for it to sound good <clears throat> and get your shit out there. Yeah. 
you know? That's true. Got to start somewhere. Yeah. So, um, are, would you come back and do this again? Oh, yeah. Would you bring the other guys? Oh, yeah. Would you think they would be interested in doing something yeah. like this? Yeah, I would ask them. Hell, yeah. yeah I'm asking for sure. Hell I, yeah. I, I know for sure our drummer would because our drummer actually hosted a podcast that oh, yeah. I was on once. Um, and they only ended up doing it for like a season or something. But yeah, yeah, he would be down to come out and do that for sure. Yeah. Hell yeah. For well, sure. I want to do something here. Yeah. I do want to do something here. Yeah. <clears throat> for sure. <clears throat> we are be down. coming up right on an hour. Okay. And uh, Thomas, I want to thank you for coming to the yeah, Sidewalk man. Chalk Studios. Yeah. It's starting. It's doing yeah. something here. <clears throat> and we want you back. Yeah. Yes. Uh, plug, sure. <laughs> do you have any dates coming up? Do you have any uh, shows that you're playing coming up? We actually don't right now. We actually no. just played the last little bit of our shows. Um, I don't. We don't have anything booked. I have a couple of things in the works, but I can't. I mean, they're not confirmed. So. All right. Well, then plug your social media. Yeah, it's just you? Manhack. Um, God, what are we on? Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Spotify, Bandcamp. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's just <laughs> it Facebook. Yeah. yeah, Facebook is Manhack. Um, mm-hmm. Instagram is at Manhack Official. Yeah. Yep, that's us. Um, Bandcamp is Manhack. Um, you can get links to our merch site, our website through the through Instagram, and social media. I gotta get me some merch. Y'all sell do rags or? <laughs> <anything like> that? <laughs> no, we're not do rags yet. We've got four shirt designs. Get three some do rags for me. I'll I'll promote. Yeah, the, the I'll promote the hell out of that. Okay, <laughs> yeah, sweet yeah. chain yeah. wallets. Yeah, take, take it back. Patches. Gotta yeah, get take patches it back. and stuff. Um, but yeah, we're on YouTube also. Um, <laughs> Bandcamp already said that. Instagram, Facebook. Uh, Snapchat. What, no, not Snapchat. Not Twitter. Uh, what about your? Think what, what about else? your personal? You got any personal? What's your uh, um, Instagram? Yeah, mine is uh, at Metal Weasel. Metal Weasel. Yeah, oh, I also yeah. do. Uh, yeah, I also do uh, Twitch streaming. Mm-hmm. Um, oh hell yeah! Yeah, so that. Oh, is, that's right. Mitch told me about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He told me that you do the uh, the gaming stuff as mm-hmm. well. Hell yeah! What's the what's the what's the YouTube yeah? That's for that? that's at Metal Weasel on Twitch. Oh, hell yeah! Yeah, at so Metal you can just Weasel. type in Metal Weasel on Twitch and that'll come up. Yeah. There's got him on YouTube. Yeah, my well, YouTube's kind of. But yeah, I also had a couple of stuff posted on uh, YouTube for Metal Weasel. But yeah, YouTube Metal Weasel. Uh, Twitter is Metal Weasel TV. Uh, Instagram is at Metal Weasel. And Facebook is actually Metal Weasel too. So Hell that's just yeah. for Twitch related stuff. But I, I haven't oh, been yeah. keeping up with the Twitch stuff lately because it's been tough. But yeah. But. Well, don't worry about spelling it out. I'll put it all in the description for everybody to, to yeah. get linked to. Cool. And uh, anyways, Thomas, thanks for coming. Yeah, man. This thanks has been me. wonderful. <laughs> wonderful. Uh, yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Elliot. I'm Melody. Thank you for listening to Sidewalk Talk. <laughs>